0: On today's episode of Open Box Policy, we are going to finally find out what happened to Devin's friend and whether or not he was able to overcome the the weird ghosting experience that he had with his his like kind of potential mate or his his potential date,
1: his first date.
0: His first date. Yeah, I mean we we actually had a few people talk to us about that and said they were really dying to know the answer. We're going to find out a little bit about what we all wanted to be when we grow up. We're going to find out if or why it drives us so insane when people call us by different names. And on today's uh, installment of Adam's Escapades, we're going to kind of flip it on its head and you all are going to hear me break down some things and, and move in a different direction. I think you all are really going to enjoy it. It's going to be a little different than we we normally talk about.
1: And Adam's going to realize something that we've been telling him for the past three
0: episodes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yes. yeah, it's a bit of an, an epiphany, and the guys get to really enjoy it.
1: Question for this week. How far would you drive out of the way to pick up your date before you actually had them meet you at the location? Tweet us at OBP Raw. We're also on Instagram and Facebook at the same name. Josh.
2: And if you would like to continue the conversation, reach out to us at obppodcast at gmail.com. If you got a topic you'd like to talk about or just interact with us, we would love to hear from you. Please continue to listen and subscribe on iTunes and Google Play. We need all the support we can get in 2018. Mm-hmm. I got a question for you guys I've been thinking about this a little bit but I I, I, I can't really get to the bottom of it I know a couple people and I feel like that they what's the best way I can put it they basically either think really low of themselves or don't don't think highly of themselves to the point to where they getting these bad bad situations bad relationships what have you and it's almost like they feel like they can't do any better So they just stay in that situation and don't try and improve it at all. And it's mind-blowing to me because, um, I mean, it's with a couple different people, but each of these people, I mean, they have a lot of potential. They're, you know, they're smart, funny. Um, You know, they have a lot going for them if they could just get past, I don't know, this cloud or whatever that's hanging over them. And it's hard for me to grasp, like, if you know what the issue is and you know what the problems are, like, why do you not do something to address it?
0: Well, I mean, it's basically like clinical depression. I mean, like, I've gone through periods of self-loathing, and you just can't – you cannot see a way out. And, I mean, I had to get medicated eventually to to try and fix my brain chemistry. But it's really difficult. Like, I cannot imagine how someone would ever come home – like take their shoes off and say, Today I'm gonna end my life. Like, right. I can't and I know we're that's extreme, but it's like I cannot conceive of that. And you're basically saying you cannot understand how someone could have a self worth so low that they wouldn't be able to get out of a relationship or, or thing.
2: and not only that, but like feel like that, you know, the things that they've accomplished in their life like basically minimize them to where they're like meaningless. They, they feel like they're meaningless. So yeah. Like like I haven't done anything with my life. I am not going anywhere. And and look, we all have hiccups along the way. We all have these road bumps. But to basically say that all the things that you've accomplished, you know, your work history, all these things, that don't mean anything. Like that's that kind of blows my mind. Because look, I am I've gone through my own stints with depression and and being in bad spots before. But this is a real fucking bummer. Yeah. Well, I know, but I, I'm just you know we're trying to talk about a topic or whatever. But
0: oh, I, I know, and, and and I mean it doesn't. I really don't care how we start our podcast, but I mean this is kind of a bummer. Yeah.
2: Well, I know. That's why I wanted to avoid shit like this. That's why. I, <laughs> that's why I wanted to talk about something that wasn't so heavy.
0: No, but let's just do it. I mean, let's just own up to it and and do it. So, I mean, are you wanting to know why someone could ever feel that? Or way? get your
2: viewpoint? Or because for me. I mean, I, I like to do – I have to do, like, inward reflection or, and look at myself objectively at times because I've, I get in either bad spots at work to where I get burnout or, like – and I have to, like, really look inside to, like, all right, what's driving me to this point? And I feel like I do a pretty good job of doing that and, and seeing where I need to improve. But I, I'm also the type of person to where if I'm unhappy, like if something is driving me to this point, then I want to do something to fix it. Exactly. I'm not the person that, if I'm unhappy, you know, I, I automatically think I'm a piece of shit and I deserve this. And I, I know that there's things that drive people to that. Um, I don't know. I guess I just can't wrap my head around, like, of course you can. why do you continue, like, it's almost like you're beating your head against a wall. Yeah. So, well, the, have, well,
0: and it would be, forgive me, Devin. I'll, I'm just going to say this really quickly. It's cool. I know this sounds rudimentary, and I know it sounds stupid, but it would be like the color white asking the color black, I don't understand. How are you black? Like, you know what I mean? It's like, you just, you're never going to understand. I'll never understand how someone can be so self-loathing and can have such a low self-worth that something bad happens to them. And instead of just being like, damn it, oh God, I can't stand it when this stuff happens. Uh, No no worries. It'll get, it'll get better. You know, they are just like everything is screwed, I'm going to be off for the rest of my life, everyone's going to hate me, everything is over. And I've watched this stuff happen. It is scary to watch someone just like fall down a cliff and they, they just refuse. You're throwing rope to them and they just will not grab it. Um, it's interesting that you brought that up. I've had some experience with experiences with this recently where I've had to like basically grab someone by their shoulders and just shake them, cause it, it freaked me out. Like, how can you just like hate yourself so much that yeah, I you, don't get it? Yeah, that you won't even look for a solution. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Devin. Go ahead.
1: No, I think part of it comes down to uh, what you were taught or who you were around as you grew up. Uh, I mean, basically, I think part of it comes from the home. I mean, Josh, were you taught to really appreciate yourself or um, reflect inwards about?
2: you know, what's causing you to, to feel that way? No, I mean, I, not exactly. I mean, I, a lot of, I think a lot of who I am now has, has been developed through life experiences. Look, I was growing up. I was babied. I mean, I was the baby and like I was spoiled endlessly. Uh, I mean, my parents weren't necessarily rich, but I mean, they gave me pretty much everything that they could. And I, I mean, I'm, you know, greatly indebted and appreciative of that, but, um, I was never taught, necessarily, to, to look at myself that way. Um, but I did grow up in a great family and a great home to where, you know, I saw two loving parents. And, you right. know, I, I saw that. I mean, look, that you know they had their own arguments.
0: That has it. a lot to do with it. It no,
2: does. I, I do agree. But it also also, I think, because of, sometimes, because of the way that I was raised and the way that I was babied, it made me a little naive to a lot of things, too. Yep. Because... Um look I, I haven't been in a, a ton of relationships but I mean I've dated some people but it, it seems like the uh, the majority of my relationships were all long term um and because I was always one to like invest a lot in people but I mean I I had some rough stints in, with some of my exes um you know some some forms of abuse uh you would say that uh that really put me in a bad spot at one point or another uh, but you know, through that and then getting past that and learning who I was as a person, um, kind of made me get to the realization that if I want to be happy in my own life, like I'm going to have to make it that way. You're going to have to change it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't, I mean, I can't just rely on someone to give me happiness. Um, because then I, you'll always be let down. Yeah, exactly. And I, I mean, I, look, my wife makes me extremely happy. And, you know, she, I know that she loves me and she does a lot of things to show me, not just tell me. Um, but on that same token, um, I don't rely on her for that. And when I get unhappy in certain aspects of my life, I try to do something to make it better. For me to see people who, who you're don't. You're
0: self-aware. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you could say. Yeah, you're self-aware. I mean, and and I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to interrupt you, but you are, you're self aware. Like I have a problem. I don't like that problem. How can I fix that problem? I mean, that's, that's simply what you're doing. Right. And it's like, what you're saying is the, uh, these other people just have a disconnect where they're, they're incapable of doing that.
2: Yeah. and, And like, um, you know, and I, I don't, I don't know just two people like this. I know several, but like, you know, they might have, we all do. Yeah. Yep. You know, they might have an ex that, you know, years later, they're still lingering over, um, that like, that was the love of their life and they're never going to meet anybody better. And look, I'm not saying it wasn't. Um, but I think if we're all being realistic about the situation, there's multiple people out there in the world for each person. Like there's not just one person. I'm not saying that you can't meet your soulmate and you can't, you know, have this one person that you love above, above everyone else, but in my mind like if you make a mistake and you and you lose someone uh, an ex of not necessarily of your own volition or whatever but because of a mistake that you made and you know poor decisions that you made to me that's something to where at some point after years you should not still be lingering on that yeah like you need to come to the realization like i fucked up I own that. Now what do I do to improve my life from here?
0: Of course. And there are some people that are incapable of self-reflection. They're incapable. I know. Of it. it just it blows my mind every time I, I encounter that. And I mean the problem is is that even I mean even those this is interesting to talk about and it's a pretty good topic. It's one of those that we are going to we're going to stop this topic with just going okay, let's move on. Because <laughs> yeah, there's yep. just yeah. there's no transition. I mean, I have had really really personal experiences with someone who was incapable, and I don't mean all the time, once they got into a situation where they were self-loathing, they were incapable. I would have to like, it would scare me so much that I would start to freak out screaming and yelling. And and almost to the point where I was putting my hands on them, because watching them start to go down that path, I've seen this at work before. I've watched people basically kill themselves. And, you know, yeah. I mean, you know, or like kind of watch them go downhill. And I've had experiences with suicide and with people that just end up like ruining their lives in the past. And that's the that's the very beginning of it, where they are just inconsolable, inconsolable. And it, it scares the shit out of me, you know, watching someone who just can't go. Son of a bitch! Today was an awful day, and tomorrow is probably going to be awful. But it won't be as awful, and then the next day won't be as awful. And, and you're constantly moving uphill. They right. just—it's just like straight down the fucking tubes with them. Yeah,
2: and I mean, I I like, I think for the most part, like I, I'm not in the job. That makes me 100 percent happy, and I think the majority of people in America is. are everywhere yeah. would say that they they're not doing the the thing that they always hoped that they would do when they were young.
0: No one is. They're, no, they're, I wanted to be an astronaut.
2: Yeah, I wanted to be uh you know a bull rider. Josh Groban. Yeah, I wanted to be Josh Groban when I grew up. But, um, but I try and find things within that within my job that make me happy. Like I get an opportunity to teach people. And that's something that I really enjoy is to make them better or, you know, try and, and, and build it on their career and, and guide them. And, um, you know, that's something that I learned early on, even in college, that I really enjoyed that aspect of, of just whatever in general. I of thought management. I wanted... It's
0: the nurturing aspect. Yeah,
2: yeah. You make a great life coach. Thanks. I appreciate yeah. that. Um, I would not make a good dietitian though. Um, yeah or a juggler yeah or a juggler yeah (laughs) or a monkey bar swinger um so but like I I try and find the best parts of my job in order to to make it you know sustainable so that I don't hate going into work look if I had my druthers I'd want to be one of two things that would either be doing this professionally all the time this our my source of income you know to where this was you know our focus, my focus, um, and you know we only had to think of topics and just in, you know, enjoy talking to each other and you know, interacting with our audience. Um, or I'd want to be a singer. Those are my two dreams. I don't get to do those. I mean, hopefully one day we could do this professionally. Um, but it's the same thing is to like to dread work so much and hate it and not be happy, then change it.
0: Yeah, or well, that's
1: th- a good transition right there. Sorry, Adam. That's all right. Um, first, to me personally, I think that a lot of the self-loathing, self-deprecating, it does come from the home life and who you were surrounded by in the, your uh, in your formative years. Um, you know, a lot of the people that I've talked with that are always like, you know, my life is going nowhere. I feel like I'm doing nothing right now. Yeah. D- they don't like their family or they don't like their their immediate um uh, parent or something like that you know their their mom or their dad um or they haven't seen that type of relationship or they haven't no no one's told them they that, don't hey, have a good guide exactly in front of them yeah so no one, no one's told like. them hey you know you you're what, what the fuck am i trying to say here i'll just <laughs> <laughs> no one's told them you're worth it you know like right. look for something that makes you happy that makes you happy and and go for it you know don't sit here and spin wheels the entire time well, i think no that's one's ever big told thing. them
0: like Hey, it's gonna be okay.
1: Right yeah and, and they haven't seen that not, you know it's not like they've haven't even been taught it. they just haven't seen it right And the people that they've surrounded themselves you know everybody we're in the time of time of day where everybody just talks shit about everybody you know yeah well, I've
0: made it a point in my life to surround myself with positive people and, and I mean yeah. I never in my wildest dreams thought that the older I got the more that I would look back and think to myself, oh my gosh, like being around people that are hungry, and being around people that are that are waiting for the next thing that they can conquer and waiting for the next thing that they can overcome it really does a lot to make you to make you similar. And yeah. my dad said it to me a thousand times when I was a kid, if you sleep with dogs, you're going to get fleas. Yeah. Yep. 100%. Yeah, and you just you don't ever think you're like no, I'm a good man. I can hang out with people that aren't good people, and it won't ever affect me. It is a crock. It will absolutely affect you. It's and,
2: it's, it's crazy how you know you're one hundred percent right. Like if you get around a couple people at work or wherever that are constantly pissed off or in a bad mood or like can't find one good thing about what they're doing to be happy about, like it'll it'll buzz kill you in a second. Yeah, it will. And that happened that like that. I think that's one of the things I struggle with. you know where where I work is that um you know you get people who are disgruntled and not happy and then you know you try and be a positive influence but shit if you get a herd of them or you know <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> a, a herd, herd. <laughs> if you get a colony of them uh beating you down i mean it 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 kills you quick yeah you can't
1: you can't struggle through that you know no um well that's a i think that's a good transition right there um you know we've already spent 15 minutes on something glum um, <laughs> you have
0: 15 <laughs> minutes of losing fucking audience members. Yeah, <laughs> shut up. So you <laughs> talked about... risk your, slitting.
1: You're not exactly happy with your current job, career. What's your dream job? I mean, like, how would you go about your dream job? You said one of them is podcasting. Yes. Um, I mean... What you, what do you mean by how would I go about it? How would you transition from your current career into this sort of podcasting? What What can make that happen? What's stopping you?
2: Well, I don't think... I don't think anything anything necessarily is stopping me. I think the biggest thing that in order to make this a full-time gig, if you will, um, is we I mean we just have to to continue to progress and get better, uh, you know, gain a gain a listening audience, expand, and then just take the gradual steps that would you know progress us even further. Um, like i I really enjoy this. I know that we haven't been doing it very long. But it's fun. It's a release for all of us. It's something that that we've we've gr- I've grown to love. I, I mean, I, I enjoy it immensely. Even though it sometimes feels like a second job, this to me is not working. This is you know hanging out with with good friends, having a good time. Um, nice. So yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I know the basic steps that it would take. But you know, if we could hit a, per, a certain level, start getting sponsors, you know, start dealing with merch have our own YouTube channel. I mean, just those gradual things that could, you know, help us start bringing revenue in to where, you know, I no longer have to work because I would never consider this working. Even if we were having to do our own shipping of merchandise and, you know, we're, you know, I don't know that we'll ever get big enough to have a secretary or things like that, but like even dealing with the things that, that would incorporate this, uh, this podcast would never seem like work to me because it's, it's something that we're building together that means a lot that we would be i mean i don't know it would just it would feel like almost like a baby to me because it it's something that we've built together
1: uh before podcast I love you world <laughs> before podcast world what was your dream job what was your dream job as a kid
2: oh god i don't even know if i had one um astronaut to be a scientist to grow Yours my was arm. legitimately
1: an astronaut
0: yep i wanted to be an astronaut i wanted to like spacewalk and like learn I want I bet like astrophysicist like slash uh astronaut yeah I wanted to be the guy that on top of going up in space which is I mean a lofty goal but so few people get to do it I wanted to be the guy that was like pouring over data all day long and then finally being like oh my god oh my god oh my god like I think I found a new planet or a new star yeah. or and then like you know you know like changing history i, I just i thought that would be amazing I, I mean i read all these books and i, I was constantly engulfed in 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 all of that stuff um adam wanted to be an astronaut i want to be a thundercat
2: yeah <laughs> i'm yeah. lion o lion o snarf snarf
0: <laughs> oh man um i don't know what did you want to do devin
1: I was uh, I wanted to be a doctor until I found out how much schooling and how much money that it takes. Well, Lame. yeah, that's how that's I'm pretty why sure y'all both
2: had. picked the most stereotypical dreams of every kid. I want to be president. Man. Uh, at least I didn't say firefighter.
0: Yeah, that's at least I didn't say fucking singer. Which I don't know if you all which know, no kid wants to do. If you I don't know if you all know any firefighters. That's a pretty terrible job. <laughs> they yeah. just like sit around and they work out. And they drink I'm sure, beer. I mean, they. I'm sure it's like really rewarding,
2: but. It and is. but with they, The risk like does not equal the reward to me.
0: This is no lie. I mean, th- <clears throat> this is a legitimate story. I talked to a firefighter in Nashville that would tell me stories about how they would get boxes and boxes of matches. They would go around the inner city and they would hand out matches to kids hoping that those kids would burn down some of the tenements and burn, like, dumpsters and stuff are you fucking kidding me
2: jesus this Christ. is a true
0: story because they were so bored they were so that sounds
2: like a government like scheme or something yeah, they said that they, they, they'd
0: go down around south 8th and, and 8th avenue and all those like awful places down in the, in the projects where there was just tons of like old so they
2: could have something to do
0: yep they would tell kids here take these matches go have fun hoping that they would burn places down he said that as that's soon as they, they'd go out and they'd hand out matches and stuff, and then, like, the next day there'd be dumpster fires all over the place, and they'd have to go put them out and actually get to work. Well, yeah, it's crazy. Mean, so security. I confirmed it. That I was It was Halloween, and there was another guy that was like, yeah, I'm on engine seven downtown or engine whatever. And I was like, oh, wow, that's cool, man. I know a guy that's, like, on 13. And he goes, yeah, that's cool. And we started talking. And I said, man, is it true that you all go downtown and hand out matches? And he just started laughing. He was like, oh, hell yeah, absolutely. We're bored. wow Wow. yeah isn't that nuts don't be surprised if your car gets sideswiped by a fire truck (laughs) (laughs) if suddenly i come home and my neighbors are like we didn't see a fire but your house is flooded now (laughs) all these firefighters just came out and flooded (laughs) your house for some reason a huge fucking ladder went through your front window (laughs) (laughs) yeah i uh it's crazy um it's a legit story of course i'm full of stories josh uh, what did
1: you want to be <clears throat> he already
0: told already us. I told you, motherfucker. As
2: a child, you wanted to be a singer. No, I really didn't, um, You're a bitch. Although I did memorize a bunch of country songs when I was young. Um, when I was in like junior high, high school, I always wanted to be a professional basketball player. Wow. The only problem was is that I was three hundred pounds. <laughs> <laughs> I F-t- thought this was going F-t- to F-t-t- And I ran the forty and seven flat. <laughs> but oh dude I, I had a J like nobody's business oh a yeah J dude, shit i could shoot is what i'm like saying a jump shot yeah oh well, i wouldn't call it jumping it was more like flat footed because i couldn't <laughs> jump um you were like the the stereotypical post player who tries to shoot threes yeah i was now i will say that my high school coach said i had the best like the cleanest release and cleanest follow-through of like anyone on the team and my one goal. So I think it was our junior year. No, it was our, our senior year. I um, that was like the the bit, the main year I played because I kept having knee problems. But when I was a senior and I was playing, my one goal, like every practice, all I did. We had this six foot six center. I mean, we were we're single A, so we're kind of a kind of a small school. I had forty like forty three in my graduating class.
0: Do you mind telling
2: us what school you went to? Uh. Yeah, fuck it. Uh went to Watertown High School. Okay. Yeah. Watertown. Tennessee. And you had how many in your graduating class? 40 something? 43, I think. Yeah. And oh I think God. I was like 34. That's nothing, dude. I hate it. Continue high your school. story. You were 34 when you, you graduated? It. Huh? No, I was not <laughs> 34 when <Yeah>. I graduated. <laughs> yeah, you said like, I said so I, I think I was like class, 34 like a, out of 43. My GPA sucked. Yeah. Did
0: it really? You were a dumbass? Yeah. I
2: would have never guessed. By the way, I got, a, I got a good story to tell you about how I almost got, I didn't graduate. Because okay, can, of, because can, of Finish I your basketball story and then tell us okay. how you didn't graduate. So, anyways, my main goal senior year was we had this six foot six center, and every day what the coach wanted me to do was just to beat the ever living fuck out of this dude. He goes, I want you to make him tough, and I want, like, I want you to, every time he goes up to, like, shoot, foul him. Every time he goes up for a layup, undercut him. He's <laughs> like, I want you to hack the shit out of this dude. And that's what I did. If. When I was playing in the post, like I was slow. So like, like if we ran full court, I mean, it wasn't. It didn't take long. I was fucking winded. I, I mean, I was fat. I mean, I was athletic, but I mean, I just had no stamina because stamina, stamina, <laughs> stamina. No
0: wonder you were number thirty four. <laughs> yeah, shut I up. got no stamina, coach.
2: Yeah. Speaking of that, one time in English class, instead of saying specific, I was like, yeah, uh, Pacific. I said pacifically. <laughs> That's pretty average. Yeah. Anyways, um. Yeah, so I would beat the shit out of this kid uh, every every practice. He'd go up for a shot. I'd hack him, and I I mean, I basically made him super tough. He was 6'6", 190 pounds. I was 6'3", 300 pounds, and I would just beat the ever-living fuck out of him. Yeah. So
1: Listen, that's fun and all, but tell us how you almost didn't graduate.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it was about a week before
0: graduation, and – I was balls deep in my math teacher. (laughs) Yeah. Who was also a man. I was
2: cranking one out in the bathroom. Um,
0: (laughs) I was smoking a J and masturbating in the bathroom. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah. While reading
0: my dad's Hustler. Um, (laughs) Kept it balled up in my leather jacket. My Uh, dad never did have Hustler. Um,
2: Reading it. Yeah. But anyway, so I'm in, uh, I think we were in economics class. Anyways, we had a substitute teacher- Uh, Long story short, and she basically was like, I don't care what you do, just, like, talk, whatever, just don't be disruptive, whatever. So we're all, like, hanging out, talking. I was, like, tired, so I, like, literally laid down in the floor, like, in between the rows of desk, whatever, not a big deal. I laid down, like, with my jacket or whatever and, and just, like, took a little nap. So people, like, start throwing shit at me. I mean, I, I was, they were doing it to, like, you know, whatever, get under my skin. Naturally, yeah. Not, like, picking on me because, like, they were all my friends. Anyways, they're, like, throwing shit at me, throwing shit at me. I don't really think anything of it. I wake up, you know, on and off, whatever. So all at once, my, like, best friend in high school, uh, his his name was also Josh, he rears back and hits me with this fucking, like, wad of paper, like a big paper ball. And it just, like, I went from zero to 100. <laughs> Like it was like all I saw was red. I stood up, grabbed a fucking desk, and threw it into a crowd of people. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! Yeah. And I, I, I was like, "You motherfuckers want to fuck with me? I'll kill all you motherfuckers!" Like I went off, like I lost it, and um, the 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 substitute teacher, like she didn't know what the fuck to do. Um. We got a one-armed Godzilla in aisle yeah. three. Yeah. So, like, I, I sit down, and, like, uh, they're all, like, all doe-eyed, like, fucking, like, losing their mind over there. I mean, they they didn't, like, get pissed, but they just, like, like shocked that I did it. So then I, like, sit down, and I'm, like, fuming. I'm, like, <sighs> like breathing like a beast. And um, I hear them, like, talking, like, a few rows over. They're, like, talking, like, Jesus Christ. Like, we were throwing paper woods We didn't throw a fucking desk. Like, saying shit like that. And all at once... I like stood up, grabbed another fucking desk, one handed, slung it against the chalkboard (laughs) and it sounded like a fucking gun went off. And I was like, you want to keep running your fucking mouth? I will end you, motherfucker. I, I said something like that. Hey, what's she, wrong with you, bro? I don't know. I, I was like, I lost it. You were on that <laughs> Yeah, I must have been. Yeah, did
1: you
0: have a huge fucking erection?
2: Yeah, I was, kn- I was knocking rows of desks yeah, over my head. Is that how dick. you pick
0: up the third desk with yeah. your fucking cock? Yeah. I picked up the teacher's desk with my dick. With my dick, and I hit the principal in the face with it. Listen,
1: I doubt I could th- fucking throw a desk.
2: Yeah. yeah. And it was like chalkboard. those. The, the desk we had, I was probably the same as y'all's, but it, they're like. I don't the know the, the 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 desktops are like composite, yeah, and they're like um, have the wire mesh underneath them or whatever. You put your books on whatever. Anyway, she's like, "Get to the principal's office," and I was like, "Fine." And I'm like, I fucking like slammed the door open, and I'm like punching lockers, going down the the hallway. I was like, I lost it, dude. It was like I was on fucking LSD or PCP or some bullshit. PCP, yeah, yeah, PCP. So I I get to the I get to the principal's office, and uh, I like sit down in the waiting room. And the secretary's like looks at me and I'm like fuming and she's like, What happened? And I was like, I threw a desk and like she like loses her mind or whatever. Anyways, long story short, I ended up graduating. I got a paddling and I was up.
1: You got a paddling? Yeah.
2: You got a paddling? Our school paddled us.
1: Yeah, yeah. How how many times? I think I got like ten licks. Really? Ten licks. Yeah. Is that when your fetish started? <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. when I like to
2: get beat in the bedroom.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, Josh, your uh, your school or your graduating class had, what, 40?
2: 43,
1: I think. My graduating class had
0: 26. Oh, my God. I went to a tiny school, and mine had 90.
1: I went through a kindergarten through 12th grade school, a unit school is what they called it. 400 students, maybe a little over in the entire school. That's some people's
2: graduating class. At least ours was in. We had an elementary
0: and a high school. Yeah, yeah, I had both elementary and high school. But my graduating class is only ninety, and most of those people I had graduated with had been from kindergarten all the way through. Like I knew them all, and that was tiny. I mean, yeah, like there's huge high schools here in Nashville that have four or five hundred classes. I mean, oh yeah, at least four or five hundred. It's crazy. I got something that I would love to talk about. I've been thinking about this, and Devin actually mentioned it to me earlier tonight. I It drives me totally insane, and I'm sure it drives other people totally insane, when people will continually, and it almost seems deliberate, they'll deliberately like mispronounce your name or they'll just call you by a different name. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I've been Adam my whole life. It's never changed. I've always been Adam. I what cannot tell you? you how often I get called Alan, Alex,
1: Alex. Yeah, and I mean, Alex like, isn't
0: even close. Yeah, exactly. There's a guy that I work with. I'm gonna. I'll tell you a, a couple stories, but there's a guy that I work with that will see me and he'll go, "Oh, hello, uh, Alan. Uh, hey, hey, Alan, Alan." And he'll just like keep saying, "It's like he's like a is he got, trying to gets, be funny or is he just not know no? Your he gets name. stuck in like a feedback loop. He, he'll call me Alan and then he'll be like, "Oh crap, it's not Alan." It's Adam, but he can't. He can never say Adam, so he'll say Alan again, and then he gets more frustrated. So he'll go, oh, "Hold on, well, hello, Adam. Uh, I mean, Alan. I mean, uh, Alan." Uh, 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 and he'll start getting all stuttery. And I'm like, "It's Adam,
2: Adam. It's Adam, you bitch."
0: Yeah. So, I mean, it just it drives me crazy all the time. I'll my, well, I should. I never mind. I'm gonna. I my I have a very. You know, there is a the, the actor, Adam Sandler. Yeah. I have a very similar last name to that. And I go <laughs> places all the time, and people are like, Adam Sandler? And I'm like, no, no, it's not Adam Sandler. I, I went in somewhere one time and handed someone my ID, and they looked down, and they were like, <gasps> Adam Sandler and looked up at me and I was like, "No, hey, do I, do I look, look, look like, like Adam, Adam Sandler?" i like 150 pounds bigger than Adam. I look Sandler. like I ate Adam Sandler. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I look like his like fat retarded brother. Uh, <laughs> I just, I don't know. It just kills me. So yeah, there was another guy that I used to work with. I mean, this is like you can tell that this, this, I've got like a real hard on about this. Yeah, you do. There was another yeah, guy that was sweating over so. There was another guy that I used to work with. I, I'm just gonna call him Robert. All right. So Robert, could you not have just said there's a guy I used to work with? Uh, Did you have it's, to, this is pertinent? You had to give him a fictitious it's, name. It's, per- okay. it's pertinent. Right. So I worked with Robert for years and years and years. He was one of those guys that you could tell at any given moment if you just stared across a room at him and you just gave him like a big long look and he wasn't looking at you, you knew that there were birds chirping, there were there were squirrels scratching at nuts around in his head. You knew he just was not with it I don't know if it was years of drug abuse I don't know what it was you could just see this dude and you were like there's there's like a hamster on a squeaky wheel in his head (laughs) so when he came around a corner the hamster in the squeaky wheel would have to jump off and then allow his mind to start thinking again so he would come around the corner and he would look at you and it would go you could see he'd be like one two three and then he'd go oh hey the uh Josh how you doing man and I would just look at him and go, it's Adam. A- and he would do this every time. And he go, oh, yeah, Adam, Mr. Adam. Yeah, yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, I was, and I, I don't know why I call you Josh. I, I, I know another guy named Josh. He looks just like you. He got a beard just like you. And he would just go in like this diatribe. So every time he would just keep, he just kept calling me Josh all the time. So he walks around the corner one day. and He goes, oh, what's up, Josh? And I stopped. And I was like, Robert, my name is Adam. I have known you for five years years and you still call me josh moving forward you will be mike and he was like no my name's not mike and i go it is to me motherfucker and so every time i saw him i go hey mike how's it going he go oh man that's not my name man i know your name's adam i know your name's adam i go yeah i don't care if you know my name's adam your name's mike moving forward i would just walk up to him he'd be with customers i go hey what's up mike
2: (laughs) Devin, i have a question what's up did you notice that his uh, voice for Robert sounded s- very similar to Morgan Freeman in Driving Miss Daisy.
1: Yeah, I, I did notice that. I noticed that in the uh, the voice that he did before as well. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: now you wants to punch us? Well, I mean, that's just how the guy sounded. I know. I'm just kidding. I'm yeah, just kidding. Yeah.
1: Just busting your balls here. Yeah, it's it's, it's so pertinent. he called you it's Alan,
2: pert- or he called you he would he ju- wouldn't even be a name close. It would just be something.
0: That's what blew my mind about Robert. He would call me Josh. No, seriously, like, Josh. Se- he Jake, seriously
2: called you Josh? Josh,
0: Jake. J- J- I thought you were
2: just picking my name. No, because... no,
0: it, he would literally call me like a J name. And I, if I'm not mistaken, it would be Josh. And it was because like one day he met a guy named Josh that looked like me. And he associated me with, with Josh forever. And he is never able to break that association. So I, I, And I know, I understand how the mind works better than some people. Sometimes you have to give people what's called a, a mnemonic device, a mnemonic. It's its basically a way for them to remember something.
1: Yeah, it's, it's how people remember uh, like a like a, a class of 20 people's names. Exactly.
0: Yeah. They use little mnemonic devices. Kind of like Michael Scott. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> <laughs> So <laughs> I knew that if I made a big stink about it, he would never forget my name. And from that day forward, that man has called me Adam for the rest of my life because I made us think about it. And I said, moving forward, you will always be Mike. Oh, oh, no, no, no. I'm not Mike. I'm not Mike. I'm Robert. And I said, no, to me, you're
2: Mike. I think the problem was that Josh was the last person he met before he went on a five-year heroin
0: binge. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, <That's laughs> yeah probably. Was. Anyway, it just drives me crazy. I don't, you know, if I don't know someone's name, I'll go, oh, hey, man, how's it going? Hey, buddy, how you doing? Hey, hey. I won't just deliberately say a name because i need some type of recognition right and i know devin had mentioned this earlier he off podcast and he's going to tell you all the story too but it it, it to me it's 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 kind of disrespectful if i don't know your name i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say it i'm gonna go over to someone after the fact and go tell me that person's name they'll say well, that's rachel and i'll say great got it now i'll, I'll know but I, I, I mean i'm just gonna go hey girl how's it going
2: i don't really have a lot it doesn't really happen to me a lot. I, I've had a couple times at work where people think I say, or I'll say my name and they'll they'll think I said John, but. Did you say John? Hey, are you John? You John boy?
1: You John? John boy and Billy?
2: Yeah, but I, I don't, I haven't had a lot of that. What about you, Devin?
1: People mistake my name for David, um, Kevin, Evan, uh, Stephen. Steve. Steven. Steven's Yeah, Stephen's the wackiest. Um yeah, David, David is probably my, my most popular name, because I'll be like, hey, I'm, my name's Devin. And they'll be like, David?
2: Maybe oh, because no. Devin sounds like if you're saying David really fast.
1: Yeah, yeah. Devin?
2: My name's David.
1: No, what gets me, though, is people who, I have a brother, his name is Dylan. People will mistakenly call me Dylan without knowing my brother is Dylan.
0: That is weird. Well, that's weird. Right?
1: You guys ever had that happen?
0: Well, I don't have a brother named Dylan. No. Yeah, I do, like I do, any I do look a lot like my brother.
1: Do, do like people call you by your sibling's name?
0: Uh, my nah. mom will consistently call me by my nephew's name.
1: Oh, no. The family's way different. I'm talking about like a stranger. Just no. Up, be like, hey, uh, uh, did you say your name was Dylan? I'm like, no, Devin. That's my brother's name, but you don't know my brother. But family's different. My grandma will go through... Seriously, every person's name That's that my she knows sister. in the family—that's my sister—until uh, she gets to mine.
2: Like she'll, she, my sister would call her son my name. Yep. Like it, it's because I, f- I feel like it's because she's either like looking at me or is like thinking about something, or and, he's
0: done something that reminds yeah, her.
2: But like, she, and then she'll do the same thing where she'll say one name and it'll be wrong, and then she'll list
0: like two more names that are wrong yep. until she finally gets. His name right. My mom like, has had know. entire conversations with me, and and kind of talked about me, and I don't I don't even know what person like kind of in, she's talking about me in the third person. Yeah, and she will call me my nephew's name over and over, and I'll stand up and go okay, like and, and I just don't correct. I've gotten to the point where I don't correct her, but I, like I'll stand up and she'll go oh hey, you know so and so, and you want to get like a coke out of the refrigerator, and I'll just turn around and be like, why do you keep calling me my nephew's name? Because we're so similar, and he's a goofball, and I'm kind of a goofball, I guess, and and it reminds, like, my mom has told me a thousand times, you have no idea how much your nephew reminds me of when you were a child. Like, he is exactly like you. So I think it just, it's like a, it's just like a remembrance thing. Do
2: you ever, do you ever have someone, like, if you do something that's pretty funny, they make you want to, like, keep doing it over and over?
0: (laughs) Oh, God annoying That's something
2: else that my sister does like I'll dance do it.
0: for me monkey yeah well I say I, that thing again do that thing again and it's
2: never as funny no but, I mean they're like the only ones laughing about it yeah, and of course of course, I do it to appease them but it's like no I, you dance for him I heard yeah. a
0: comedian say one time one of the first times that he's a fr- actually a friend of mine he said one of the first times that he ever told a, a really great story and he remembered he thought to himself I kind of want to be a stand-up comedian yeah he had a whole group of people around him and it was hilarious and he said I killed. Everyone was dying and they they were they even they were telling me, "Maybe you should think about going into stand-up comedy because you're really great in front of a crowd." So he said about a week later he was at a party and some of the same people were there and there was a lot of people that weren't there. So one of his friends came up to him and said, "He was in a group of people and he said, "Come over here, come over here. You need to tell this group of people that same story that you told us. It was hilarious." And he said, I go into it, and I tell it exactly the same way. I mean, word for word. And he goes, I get done, punchline, and they just stare at me. Oh, And he shit. just says, I bombed. And he said, he said that was, like, really my first taste of being a stand-up comedian, <laughs> that, like, one group of people thinks you are a god, and the next group stares at you like a slab of beef. My brother and sister used to make me – I would I would uh, dance
2: to Step by Step by New Kids on the Block. Oh, yeah. They'd make me do like a I don't know, some like weird dance to it or whatever. And I had to do it over and over and over. It
1: scarred
0: you for life. Yeah.
2: And like yeah. Michael Jackson doing the crotch grab and stuff. I used oh, to do yeah. that all the time. My sister
0: used to dress me up. She would go into her room and she'd make <laughs> In dresses. me dresses. She'd make me wear all these goofy clothes and I thought it was hilarious. And then I'd dance to like Willie Nelson and Michael Jackson on record. We would put them on the record and I would dance around, and she thought it was the most hilarious thing ever. She'd make you dress up like Punky Brewster and dance to Willie Nelson. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she'd have her friends over and be like, Watch my brother. Like, I'd come in the room and goof off. I mean, it was just, I was wearing like knee high socks, ass shorts, and ass you know, shorts. I was, you know, everybody had those like really tiny shorts. Wearing Daisy, Daisy Dukes. Dukes. Yep. Yeah, they yeah. weren't Daisy Dukes, but. Yeah, I mean, just weird stuff like that, and, and it never was. T-shirt. It never was funny the second time around.
1: Has everybody ever, uh, anybody ever said to you like, "Hey, you, uh, you look like a, a an Andrew or something"?
0: Oh, Alex, no. Alex, you look like an Alex. And what was the other one? Kyle, Kyle. There was a girl. <laughs> there was a girl I went to high school with. My name, well, I, I, I feel like I don't need to give my full name, but anyway. My name is XYZ, and she was like, your middle name looks like Kyle. So she would call me Adam Kyle, Adam Kyle, all the time. You know, people like, well, you know, usually you your first and last name or first and middle name. It, to this day, she'll call me Adam Kyle because she's like, you just look like a Kyle to me. You're, so moving forward, you're Adam Kyle, which I like. I like people. It. I've always liked people like this that just say they don't ever really get embarrassed about anything. Those, those people, you kind of gravitate towards people like that. And she was just like, no, I don't care what your middle name is. You're Adam Kyle. And I do that to people. I, I, there was a guy at work it was a new guy. He started with another guy. Like his name was Steven. There was another guy named David. I called this other guy. I called Steven David over and over and every time he'd go yep still steven and i i was i was in a like a kind of a surly mood one day and i walked past him and i was like david can you get that done for me and he goes yep still steven and i turned around and i was like no fuck you your name's david <laughs> and he was just like okay okay <laughs> so i went down and i got a cup of coffee and i screamed hey david why don't you get that done for me you know and i, and I just kept doing it and, and just because i was just like i'm not going to be embarrassed about this and then he filed a sexual harassment suit in yeah. Case. <laughs> yeah 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 because i was I, I i grabbed his crotch and i said your, your name's david. david from now on yeah i'm gonna call your dick david <laughs> yeah
1: yeah yeah. i had a friend who um met his roommate for the first time and he was like hey my name is josh True story. He was like, oh, yeah, yeah you look like Jason, so I'm going to call you Jason. To this day, everyone calls him Jason. Nobody calls him by his real name because every time they meet someone when they're in a group, it's like, yeah, this is Jason, and he just fucking goes with it. That's interesting. So his name is
0: Jason now. <laughs> That's interesting. And, and, I mean, I've known there was a guy. So it was a friend of a friend, okay, a friend of a friend. His name was Dick. Everyone called him Dick. Everybody, and his mother called him Dick. I swear to you, everyone called him Dick. His name was like Jeffrey, <laughs> and I ne- and so this it's guy's weird. telling me a story about this guy, and he Not goes, he was a huge ladies man. He had ladies hanging all over him all the time, every day of the week. There would be a new lady around him, and he said everyone he called a him fat Dick. Hog. He said, I saw his, like, time card one day, and it said, like, Jeffrey A., you know, whatever. And he went to him, and he was like—or no, he asked another employee. He was like, why? why? How did he get the nickname Dick? And he said, because the guy is hung like a mule. Yep. And he has been hung like a mule since that, he was listen, a child. That's just weird. He's been because hung his, like a mule since he own, was a child. But they've always his called him. Dick. And his, even That's his weird. mother called him Dick.
1: That's weird.
0: Yeah. I'm done with that and topic.
1: I say what? <laughs> Continue. Yeah, I but I, I, I
0: was it. like, You come on, are you serious? He said, I swear to God, his mother called him Dick. Everyone called him Dick, and it was a joke because he was hung like a mule. Well, his she, mother
1: is probably the one who started it. Hey, she yeah, she Dick because he's hung like a his
0: moose. Fat meat first. Yeah. Had a hog leg. Salami
2: she's skin that smoke wagon
0: all right <laughs> oh man is it time
2: no actually i was gonna ask you we talked about we talked about your friend that had asked that girl out and kind of hit like a oh a, a yeah. Dry, yeah a dry spell where she we thought she was ghosting him whatever happened yeah. with that let's
0: do did, this and then talk about escapades, Adams yeah, okay. escapades this i need to know did, the so, story. did
2: something happen like what happened Okay, so it would have
0: remained as a ghost
1: if he wouldn't have texted her. So he so he did text he did. her. He did. he, he texted her on When did on, he, he listen to he our podcast and then text her? No, I told him. I was like, "Hey, we used your situation on the podcast." He was like, "Did you use my name?" Whatever. Yeah, but finally, like he texts me on New Year's. New Year's Day, New Year, rather. Uh, and he's like, "Hey, uh, I'm going to text her. What should I say?" And I'm like, "Bro, I'm like, I want to taste you." <laughs> yeah. Mm. Just go off the deep end and that's she how has I break. to respond. That's how I break the
0: silence. No, yeah.
1: so basically it started off as like, you know, hope you've had a good new year and stuff like that. And then just like straight to it, just three digits. You know, I still want to, to meet up. I still want to go out with you. Um I want to you... know
0: what your tonsils taste like. Basically, yeah. That's exactly I'm four, sorry. Four. I can't help I'm it. Going Josh and I I'm keep looking at digits. each other like dying. <laughs> sorry, I'm not just, just don't just interrupt off, him anymore. Off. Like
1: no, no. Okay, so he he was basically said, I "Hope you had a good New Year's." Okay. And he said, "I, I still want to do this thing." So basically, meet here at this time. She's like,
2: "I want to show." Almost
1: you. almost immediate text back. He's like, "Oh yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, just just let me know a day before, so I don't forget or he something s- like that." He
2: said, "I want to show you when the when the real ball drops." So <laughs> he
1: he liked, he sends me this picture almost immediately after that he sends it. And he's like, "Oh my God, red alert! What do I do?" And I'm just like, "Like, what how the old you is this kid? You don't see, you 20. don't see a text for for five days, and then just text back immediately. Did she not get the text? What the fuck?
0: Yeah, that doesn't. Make but he any says, sense. "I still want to do this thing. I want to go out with you." And she immediately says, "Yeah, that's great. Just let me know a day ahead of time, and all. Yeah. Immediately. Str- Stranger things have happened. I listened to our last podcast, and I heard my reactions to it outside of the joking stranger things have happened uh i caught i was looking through my phone i mean text messages that i had already read and i saw a random phone number in my phone and i told you all in the last podcast oh yeah i have a tendency if you're a female to delete them to delete them if you're a female and we've dated and there's been any history i know me and i know that i'll get a beer or two in me and i'll start texting you why did you do this to me? I'd love to see you. Whatever, I text them. Dr- you know, not drunk tex- texting, but like I'm loose texting. So I delete them. I see a random phone number, and, and I see it's a question. And I, I like pull it up, and it was a chick that I had dated. And I had one night like accidentally opened it and never lo- answered it and wasn't paying attention to it. So, I mean, she very well could have been in a party or with her parents and like, Looked at her phone and saw that text message, and it never registered, and she just moved on. So when are they going out?
1: Tomorrow night, actually.
2: Tomorrow night.
1: Yeah. What are they going to do from from this podcast date tomorrow night? Okay. Uh, so originally he was going to Franklin, he's going to take her to Puckett's Boathouse. Oh, it's so uh, good,
2: classy. So never good. Uh, you have never been to fucking? Puckett's. No, I haven't, dude. There's I've, two never been, to I've never been to the Red Pony, Puckett's Boathouse. I think I've heard of it. It's amazing. You should try Puckets. Okay, Red Pony's amazing. Hey, what do I mean? You go get patties and go to Puckets. Great. Yeah. Anyways, Pet- continue. and Puckets. Yeah. petties and Puckets. Yeah.
0: That sounds like a good name for a podcast. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, like a great name for a business. It does. We we
1: tried to look for like fun things to do for them afterwards around around Franklin, like downtown. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, it's going to be way too fucking cold to walk around downtown, which is fun in like the spring, summer, fall, whatever. Anything other than winter. Not twenty degrees. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cause there's a bunch of little shops and stuff, but we couldn't find anything fun around Franklin. So we, we switched it up on her today. Actually we text her when I say we, I, say I mean, we. he's texting her, but I'm basically feeding him. He has you say. blind copied
2: on all these text messages. Exactly.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm the, uh, <laughs> whatever you call it. You're the but ghost, anyway, you're the ghost writer, the ghost writer. That's Yo, what I was BCC for, see yeah. me, bro. I'm, the, I'm By the, the ghost way, rider.
2: Ghost Rider was a great show on PBS. But anyway,s continue. Shut the fuck no, up. it was not. I know it was terrible. <laughs>
0: what about Carmen Sandiego? <laughs> no, fucking shit. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> back to the story. <laughs> Thank God our fucking <laughs> podcast Jesus got Christ. funny later on instead of all fucking down in the dumps. You talking about your horrible fucking friends? Hey, anyway. you ever
1: had a you ever had a friend that talks about suicide all the time? Yeah.
0: Hey, guess what?
2: If I if I could hold a knife with my left hand, I'd fucking slit my own wrist right now. <laughs> <laughs> But, All right, finish the story. I want to uh, know what's, what's happening. So we switched up doing? on
1: her. We text her and like, hey, a little change of plans.
2: They're going to the jungle on 6th Avenue. Yep.
0: Shut the <laughs> fuck up! <laughs> shut the fuck up and let him fucking finish why weren't you funny like this earlier in the podcast this is why i never fucking talk
2: because we were talking about self-loathing
0: and my hatred of myself matter of fact someone someone listened to our last podcast is like wow y'all really tee off on that kid devin yeah, yeah. <laughs> all the fun. time he can't get through one story Listen,
1: i brought you this i can i can stop this and we won't have another podcast episode all right
2: we'll just record it on adam's own
1: <laughs> yeah, that's <and have laughs> shitty editing. Yeah. You uh, you that's what you editing. think. I went
2: to school for it. Anyways, go ahead. What we
1: fucking way before I get interrupted again. We switch it up on her. We tell her, Hey, I got this reservation at Jay Alexander's. Mm. Oh nice. Yeah. I'm talking elegant. It's big time. Reservation and everything.
0: It's where I went for New Year's. Nice. It's good. Rushing. So it's
1: like, hey, reservation tomorrow at seven. Be there or be square, basically.
2: Is he picking her up?
1: No. What?
2: Oh my God! Yeah.
1: Why? He, he doesn't want her to feel like she's being kidnapped because they live kind of far apart from each other.
2: That is a terrible. That is. I don't know where he came up with that, but that's terrible. I've tried to sway him. Dude, you need to fix
0: that before. Jesus t- before Christ!
2: Tomorrow. I'm serious. <laughs> Do you not agree, Adam? Okay, so so, so I, I I agree. Far the, apart.
0: the only reason why I agree is because. Well, why I'm, not meet up and ride together? At I'm least. a little older now. I'm a little older now, and I I I have been kind of surprised by even now how women will say no matter how far away they are from you aren't you gonna pick me up and and they want that whole the pageantry that goes along with dating like aren't you going to come like sweep me off my feet and take me to dinner they don't give a shit how long you have to drive
2: yeah i, I think he's making, he's, a terrible, making a mistake. he's making a mistake
1: yeah all right so i'll, I'll try to sway him again but anyway, they're going to like, J. Like, Alexander's. Shut the fuck up, well, No, no, we're, no. are going to J. No, I have a legitimate question. God
2: damn it. I have a legitimate question. So you say they live far apart. Like, what are we talking as far as distance goes? I it's like a mile like, or two. Yeah, like.
1: Like roughly. Two blocks. No, um, I'm going to say. Like 20 minutes? Uh, I want to say like 25, 30 miles.
0: Oh, that's.
2: Uh, but still, though. 25, 30 miles. You're talking about Lebanon. You're talking about Lebanon to, to Murfreesboro. You would not drive to Murfreesboro to take someone to to
0: Nashville. Probably Fuck not, no. no. That's in
1: the opposite direction. Who?
0: C- it's a fucking date. So you're gonna you're gonna first you're gonna drive forty five minutes. Yeah,
1: for a date, for a legit date, and yeah. then drive forty five minutes back, and then forty five minutes
2: back, and then forty five. You're
0: no. You just make a loop. Like you take
2: them to Nashville, you come back to Murfreesboro, and then back to your house. What's the big fucking This is going to
0: end up being the question. This is going to need, need to be our question for yep. the podcast. Would you drive 45 minutes to pick someone up to drive them That's 30 the question minutes of the week. back to you know? gain <laughs>
1: And just keep throwing time loops in there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like Any, back to anyways, the fucking
0: future. So,
2: Jay Alexander's, Nashville. Jay
1: Alexander's on West Avenue or whatever, and then they're going right across the street to the Sportsplex or the whatever. Oh, and, nice. Uh, Ice skating? Oh, Ice nice. skating. Boom. That'd be cool. That was my idea. You're welcome. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, they're, nice. going, they're going a little ice skating action. I can't so. ice skate, but that's a nice
0: day. Yeah, he can't ankle. either, I'm and I was
1: like, that would be fucking funny. Do it. And he's like, I don't know how to ice skate. Well, they give you those do little it. walkers. Yeah, use the walker.
0: Be funny. Oh, she'll love it. Yeah, probably. She'll eat it up. All girls could, love and, ice skating. Oh, uh, no, what all girls love is a man that's not afraid to try something he doesn't know how to do. Yep. And if he gets out, he's like, I don't know how to do it, but let's go. She, I mean, she They like vuln- vulnerability. It yep. Me, the reason why I'm single is because I'd be like, no, bitch, I don't know how to fucking ice skate. I'm not doing it, you know. And I would just because I'm an idiot. I'm a buh ba bu- bu- humbug piece of shit. Yep, you are. Uh, speaking of, what's that? <laughs> oh man, is it, is it time? It's time. uh Oh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, if you won't want to go into this, I got, I got a whopper for you. Let's hear.
2: It. I want to. I want to see that whopper.
0: Let's hear them Adams escapades. So we, you know, we talked about the last episode how i was super frustrated and you all said next date make a move you gotta make a you got you gotta go a full nine yards so are you saying that y'all went on a date so i'm saying that last time that we had a podcast it was before christmas right yes yes, yes. or uh, maybe right after yeah. christmas whatever so right after yeah it's rare new year's for me is typically a time to go completely insane my New Year's, I, I, I mean, I have more stories than I could ever even imagine telling you all because I normally go completely insane, inebriated, breaking, smashing bottles, and just acting a fucking fool.
1: Slinging desk across the room.
0: Yeah. He wishes. So I decided this year that I needed to be low key. I'm tired. So I decided that I was just going to, like, kind of chill out a little bit. Well, and then I realized everybody else had stuff to do. No one was really inviting me to do anything. My friend group has kind of stopped hanging out a whole lot right now. But and, hey, but, real quick, by chill out, did you mean uh, Pro Vigil and a bottle of Jack? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was going to keep it to one bottle of whiskey, you know, instead of two. <laughs> um, I, so the girl that I've been seeing on Match, she texts me and says, what are you doing and I jokingly I'm like I honestly don't have any I'm not jokingly but I'm like I honestly don't really have any plans and I've got a I've got a little get-together that I can go to up in 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 Smyrna and I I might go up there but it's going to be like it's some couples and then me that doesn't bother me I don't like I don't mind being the third wheel ever but yeah you know I don't know I'll probably just sit at home and like cry big crocodile tears and you know, get wasted and think about how much 2018 is going to suck. I was a joke. Watch the lake house. Yeah. Fuck you. Dude, if
2: you had watched the lake house, I would have came over.
0: Stop talking about the lake house. It blows. (laughs) It does not. It's a good movie. So does Keanu. So. No, he doesn't. uh, So I, she immediately texts me back. You need to come out with me and my friends. We're going to go to Jay Alexander's coincidentally, and then we're going to come back to my house and play trivia. Well, I got a little nervous and said, oh, wait, 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 wait. I'm not looking for sympathy. I'm not looking for you to ask me to come out with you because you think that I have nothing to do. And she said, no, 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 no." like that's not it at all. You've got a group of friends. You've told me. You're always out with your friends. It's just I didn't ask you to come out with us because I was afraid that whatever. like I was afraid you already, already had something to do. I would really like it if you came out with us. I think you would really like my friends, and I think they'd really like you. And so I was like, wow, that's nice. So I go and I meet her at her house. She looks fantastic. Her friend is there. We hang out really great. A lot of, a lot of good conversation. We end up going downtown to Jay Alexander's. Another friend met us there. We go downtown to Jay Alexander's. I meet her friends. All oh, super nice, super, super nice. But already, already I could tell. I wasn't prepared for this because I didn't expect this to be a date, and we're going to be around her friends. So I still kind of felt a little weird about affection because she's never been really affectionate with me at all, and I didn't want to suddenly start being affectionate to her in front of all of her friends. Even though it's New Year's, for God's sake, dude, I'm not even there yet. All right, come on, I'm not even for, there. The four yet. four dates later, and he's not even there. <clears throat> yeah, thanks, guys. So, <laughs> so, but I'm having a great time. Yeah, I tell her. That she looks fantastic. And I say it just like this. I look at her and I'm like, hey. Imagine you, Devin's her. Huh? Imagine Devin's, Devin's her. her. Yeah, I'm he, her right now. Yeah, right you're yeah, leaning I'm close right to me. Him. You don't have to do this. This is awkward. Uh, but I basically am like, hey, you, you look fantastic. And I mean, like seriously, wow. You look fantastic. And I just wanted you to know that. I said it just like that, not like, oh you look great tonight. <laughs> she patted me on my shoulder like my dad would be like, Good good game, son. What? <laughs> yeah, I swear to God. And it I mean it was like one, two, three, four, five. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. And I it, it but I could tell that she was legitimately Did it make her feel awkward, you think? I think so. But,
2: but I could tell that she
0: was legitimately like like, oh my God, like you think I'm gorgeous. Like, you, you know what I mean? And you she got kinda, shook. Like she didn't know how to act. So she kind of patted me on my shoulder to show her admiration. And so, I mean, we've already established she's probably a little awkward. And what we're going to get into is maybe I'm a little awkward too. Oh, That's going to be the kind of punchline here. So I made some joke about it. I was like, wow, you just treated me like my dad treats me after a football game. And she kind of laughed it off. And she was like, no, seriously, like, thank you very much. We sit down and, and she had told me, she said, you can hold your own. I love that. I, I think my friends are going to love you. But she made it a point, sit right next to me. She was around me all night long. If I got up and went into the kitchen, we went back to their house. If I got up and went into the kitchen, she followed me into the kitchen. You know, that kind of shit. So here comes the ball drop. And I look around this room, and it's just a lot of good friends. And everybody's cheer. We're cheering and like clinking glasses, and nobody is showing anybody any affection. Are no. there couples in the room? yes. And nobody's really, like, affectionate. Did anybody kiss at the ball drop? I don't recall, but I don't think so. But he didn't. That's the it's main point. How did... do you know, you asshole? I haven't even gotten there yet. I no. can
2: already tell. You said nobody
0: kissed. Did you kiss at the ball drop? No. Exactly. No hug. No kiss. Nothing. nothing. Not we... even a hug? No. I'm triggered. We. We clinked glasses and kind of gave each other like an awkward like, you know, Merry New Year. Like, oh,
1: it's gonna be a wild night. <laughs> it,
0: it, and I, and it was it was awkward, but I think it was me that was making it awkward. Why? I just I'm gonna get there. Okay. I think it was me that's making it awkward because there was a t- there was some point during the night where where her and I gave each other a high five and we get high just th- listen fucking to me for i'm a sorry this is just blowing you know like mind. you just goof off with people you give each other a high five we give it like it's some random point the other night we give each other a high five and she immediately laced her fingers into mine yeah and and it was at that point
1: where you didn't know to continue holding hands or not Did so you pull i back? just kind
0: of let go uh, i know uh, i know i know describe my look right now it disgust. <laughs> You are disgusted, perturbed with me. It sounds like I'm laughing. But I, I'm I think I
2: think this is my problem right now. Is I don't know how was it three episodes we've been hearing about this the situation. Yep, same girl. And we've been trying to give advice, and yet I haven't every it. None of it's been heated. every new story. I keep hearing like things that
0: just make me cringe inside. So I don't think I ever realized how awkward I am, and and we're gonna get more into it. I mean, she's awkward too. But I'm, I'm, I think I'm as part of it's me and I had an epiphany. So I ended up, you know, she, we got a little drunk. I stayed at her house. Um, she fell asleep on the couch. I talked to one of her friends, but they all night long. There just wasn't a whole lot of, of affection, but I could tell that she was really, really excited to have me there. She was very excited. And I feel that warmth and I feel that, that love and that, that admiration, but There's just no affection. Maybe she's really awkward when it comes to affection. I'm not, but I am very awkward at starting affection. I don't think I realized how awkward I am at starting affection until recently. What makes you that way, do you think? The fear of rejection. The fear that I'm going to start to be affectionate with someone and they are going to recoil. That is the end-all, be-all with me. If someone and I've had this happen before so I'm very affected by those memories
2: but do, hold on but don't you think that and look I, I'm not I'm not trying to jump to conclusions or anything but don't you think that your four dates in with someone that or
0: you know on your fifth date with them that they would want that? I would like to think so. I would like to think so, but I just don't know. I just don't know for sure because there have been times when I've tried to be affectionate my hand has been on her leg. My hand has been on her back, and and it has lingered, and she and you know she's never reciprocated that. She never leaned into it. She never, you know. So let's say that my I put my hand on your leg, and I kind of squeeze your knee, and, and I, I I'm letting it linger, and you want my hand to stay there. You would naturally maybe put your hand on my hand, or you would put your hand on my arm. Or you would lean into it or move closer to me. There's all of these body language cues that you would do. She doesn't do that shit. So when I do that, I'm like, one, two, three, remove. You know what this sounds like to me? And I'm not trying to sound
2: like a psychologist because I'm not one. This sounds like a conflict between her awkwardness and your insecurities. Yep. And like they're meeting head on, and also, and also partly your expectations. Yep. Like you're expecting her to reciprocate it, and you're giving, like in your mind, you think if I have my hand on her leg, she's got three seconds if she doesn't reciprocate, I'm pulling back.
0: And we're putting this in really general. I mean, no, no, I I know, I know, I
2: I, I know, and I I didn't mean that as a direct, but I'm saying in general, like in the midst of you trying to show affection, you're you're thinking that I'm putting all these fucking rules. I need her to do this, or I'm going to stop.
0: Yeah. And, and that's kind of how it is. So here, here's what it ends up sorry, happening. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, 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 no. It's okay. And you're right. So this is all done, and I, I was a little butthurt with myself. I was hurt with myself a lot because I had numerous opportunities. I had numerous opportunities, and I was too much – I was too weak, or I was too afraid or too, or too frustrated to figure out a way to do it, and I was afraid that it was going to be really awkward in front of her friends. I didn't want the first affection, the first kiss – I didn't want that to you be the pressure in front of all of these people. Pressure yeah. got to you. That's fair. Had, and there was never a time during that entire night that I ever had any. My, maybe there was once or twice, but for the most part, there was never any time when I, it was just her and I. And I would like for that to be something that we share, something special. That's understandable. You know, I want it to be something special. So, a few days later, I'm a little down in the dumps about it. I I stayed at her house that night. She went upstairs and fell asleep. And I talked to her friend about it a little bit. And her friend kind of shrugged her shoulders and was like, Yeah, you know, I don't know. You know, like, wouldn't like give me anything. Wouldn't give you anything? Yeah. And I was, I was, I was like begging her friend, like, Will you please tell me what am I doing wrong? And she would just smile and be like, I don't know. And I was, oh, Duh. Just, I was like, Tell me re- something. Yeah, tell me something. Tell me just look at me and, like here. blink your eyes like once for yes, twice for no. <laughs> you know, like walk away. You know, whatever. So the eye sign language? Yeah. What you're trying to do there? <laughs> yeah, the body sign language. Body sign language chemistry. Um, <laughs> so... I am getting a massage at work. I have a little massage therapist that will come around and she can like give us chair massages and you know, a good massage therapist is also like a psychiatrist, psychologist. So we're talking and she's heard these stories. She's heard a lot of them. How was your new years? And I bet you had a great time. Oh my God, I want to hear all about it. And I was kind of like, yeah, I had an amazing time, but I'm really frustrated with how things are going. So I tell her the exact same story I told you all. And she asks me a very simple question. She says, I'm curious, is this girl really independent? And I immediately say, yes, hyper-independent. Two jobs. She's well off. She's doing very well for herself. She's got her proverbial shit together. So, yes, she's very independent. She says, how how do you feel about that? And I, I kind of was like, well, I don't know. I mean, it it's a little intimidating. And she said, stop. This is all you.
1: Boom. Well, you are the
0: one. You feel awkward about her independence. You feel awkward about the fact that she's she's strong and you are afraid to make a move because she's so independent Mm. and she's so on her own that you're afraid that if you make a move that she'll let you drop or that she'll just independently go, nope, sorry, or whatever. This is all your fault. Agreed. Wow. Yeah, and she she was just like, you should have already – you should have been aggressive. That's what she's waiting for. Yeah. And you have not been able to deliver. Oh, dude. It it cut You had a shit day after that. Huh? It cut right to my heart. I remember I turned around and I looked at her while she was in the middle of massaging my shoulder and I was just like, Whoa. I think I think you might be right. It's an epiphany. Yeah. Suddenly, like I, I wasn't moment. down in the dumps enough about this. Then I found out, or then I ascertained, this is all my fault. Yeah.
1: Maybe instead of sitting behind these mics and telling Adam the same exact thing, we should start giving him massages.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And then, and then, and then let him open us. up to us. Yeah. So we're going out again this this Saturday or Sunday. I can't r- remember, but we're going out again. I think we're going to go maybe see a movie, have dinner um I look I I think you just need to get out of your own way I think you're overthinking
2: things you just need to tell her how you feel about her clearly you have an attraction you've got some chemistry you guys get along well together yes 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 you just need to lay it on the line have a great time with her and then you need to do what feels natural yes you need to get out of your own head and just just react
1: yep
0: yeah I'm going to I'm going to stop because I'm a very affectionate person I love to show people affection and if those people don't reciprocate or if they don't lean into that affection so to speak then i feel really awkward i feel like i'm doing something that they don't want but i i need i it's i mean all by all rights she does want that maybe just has a hard time loosening up and maybe i mean part i mean you know part of this is probably a little bit her fault there's a little awkwardness on her end too but i don't know i i have a feeling that this whole time i've been going on about platonic 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 and you know she's so platonic and then i realized in the middle of a massage oh wait I've been waiting for her to make the first move yeah, the entire of time. Yep. And I it, she has been waiting on me to make the first move the well, entire time. I feel
2: like every time that we've talked about this we keep peeling back layers and that that's what that's the conclusion I keep coming down to as well is that yeah, she's waiting on you, and you've got these reservations about the situation. So in return, you're waiting on her, or you're waiting for more of a sign to let, like, give you that that comfortableness about you. You're both so waiting that, on each other. Yeah,
0: yeah, basically. And I mean, I haven't even been on Match anymore. I don't get on Match anymore. I haven't been on. I mean, I'm. I don't have a bumble or or a, or a almost a Twitter or a
2: <laughs>
0: or a grinder Tinder. Yeah, I don't have any of that stuff. I haven't really needed it. And I'm not, like, in love, but it's nice to meet yeah. someone who, like, when you hang out with them, you feel refreshed. Right. You're like, wow, that was great. You have great. a good time. Yes. <clears throat> and they're funny. And they make fun of you. She goofs off, which is, to me, that's that's one of those things that is, like, the pinnacle. Yeah. When someone can look at me and, like, rip me up real good and and be like, you know, well, you know, you could have done this, but you were too yep. dumb to do it. Yep. Oh lay man. it on me. Oh yeah. Hi,
1: my name's Adam. Rip me up real good. That's yeah, one I of the things,
2: that's one of the things I love most about my wife is that like our sense of humors are so in line. I mean, you know, she's awesome and I love her and she's great. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I know, I know. No, she is. Um but no, it's we're we're in line and man, she can give it back twice as hard as I can
0: fucking absolutely. Reach her out. Absolutely. So we're gonna end Adam's escapades here. By the time that we record, I will have been on my, I guess, technical fourth date, but the fifth time that I've actually hung out with her. New Year's wasn't really a date. I mean It was just like a bunch of friends. Oh, they fucked with me. A hardcore they New do? Year's. Yeah. So they all knew. They all knew that I was the guy that she'd been on dates with. And at one point, I made some comment. I was like, thank you all for having me. And they were like, and someone spoke up. They were like, "Well, the only reason why you're here is because the other guy she's dating didn't show up." Oh, oh, dude, I was like, "Oh, I, I started dying. I oh, was that's dying, funny, but that kind of hurt." Too. So, oh, I, I thought it was hilarious. So I started making jokes about it. I would make, I would. She would be like, "Do you want some of this?" And I'd be like, "No, no, no, I don't want it." But I bet the other dude you date would. Nice, you know that kind of shit. So we started, we started fucking around that way and joking around that way and. And it became like a big running joke all night long. Uh, they were like, "Yeah, that other guy you were going to invite was he was he as stupid as this guy?" You know, like that kind of stuff. God. Oh, dude, it was good. It was, but it's a gr- I appreciate it. It's a really good joke. I really, really appreciate those jokes because that, that kind of stuff doesn't hurt me. Yeah, it stings, but it doesn't hurt me. I appreciate it.
2: Please just tell us that on the next date, please
0: just make a move, man. I'm going to and I already I I joked around in the last podcast I'm just going to take a big box of condoms and lay them on the table. Yeah. Just be like you know I know a place where these fit really well. Wow. Oh my god. I know a place where we can keep these warm. You're going to put your anal beads around your neck (laughs) during dinner?
1: And kind of fiddle with them like it's your hair or
0: something? Yep. Yep. That's what I'm exactly going to do. I'm going to wear them and then pull them out. (laughs) <laughs> pull out a pull out a cock ring and be like i want you to put this on me with your mouth that whoa whoa was that too much yeah, <laughs> that was too much, was, yeah. I, I, that was gonna, too much. we're not there yet that. we're yeah. not there i haven't even held hands yet <laughs> yeah. speaking of i listened to our last podcast and you were talking about and was like you just go hold her hand and i was like no i'm gonna hold her hand <laughs> what am i in fourth grade what am i trying to what am i trying to like get her to come into my van no i'm not gonna <laughs> hold her hand I don't know. Anyway, that's basically it. That's Adam's Escapades. I had a great New Year's, but it was a super frustrating one because I am super awkward, and I don't know what I'm doing. I hate dating. I'm horrible at it. I'm going to be single for the rest of my life. No, you're not, because you're going to make a move on the next one and everything will be all right. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. That's basically it, though.
2: Well, guys, look, we appreciate all the listeners – um we appreciate all the support now that we're in 2018 keep it up keep spreading the word tell all your friends about us and just keep listening we really appreciate it
1: we're steadily climbing in our downloads and stuff we would like to see more uh rating and uh a little bit more subscribing and interacting with us uh i mean we got the socials we got the email let us know what you want to hear about we've uh i mean it's really difficult for us to keep coming up with topics uh, no, we sit here for not. hours
0: yeah that's why i would love for our twitter listeners to start giving us topics oh yeah anyway take us out devin this is devin this is josh this is adam peace see ya